Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, on to question 24 of our 2021 College Football Preview Series. And the question is, who are the top 10 offensive weapons in the Big 12? So this is, of course, excluding quarterbacks. We're talking about the skill talent surrounding those QBs. So we'll count down the top 10 now and give our analysis there. But stick around for the end of the episode because we will give some honorable mentions. Uh, But Trey, who's number 10? Number 10 is Kennedy Brooks from Oklahoma. Now, you know, two years ago, this was a no-brainer. He had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, averaged seven, over seven yards per carry in his career. But then he opted out last year. So if he returns to that form, though, he's going to help the Sooners' offense greatly. I mean, really, he's going to be splitting carries probably with Eric Gray, the transfer from Tennessee. So maybe that's your only kind of hesitation with him. But, um, you know, as we know in today's game, you don't just have one running back. So no matter what, Brooks will be relied on. And given that the Sooners lost lead backs TJ Pledger and Ramondre Stevenson from last year, Kennedy Brooks is going to get plenty of run, and he will be a force for the Sooners. Yeah, I was higher, much higher on him than than on your guys' list, but there's a lot of great names yeah. here, so it's tough. There is, there is, and the this the sit out year, guess it has a little bit of an impact on us. Uh, all right, moving on to number nine, we got Joshua Moore, wide receiver from Texas. You know. Kind of happy to see uh, Joshua Moore uh, have some success after kind of looked like maybe his career was a, maybe even a little bit in a jeopardy uh, during the 2019 season with some some off-the-field issues, but uh, put that behind him, and last year had a really good year, over 500 yards receiving and nine touchdowns in only eight games. So um, if you stretch that over, over a 12-game uh, season, uh, all of a sudden you're, you're looking at some pretty serious numbers there. So if he stays healthy because he missed a couple of games last year, had a little bit of an injury there. Um, look out because, you know, Steve starts season's coming in. He knows how to get a passing game going. So he could explode and have a huge year. Okay. Number eight on our list is wide receiver Xavier Hutchinson from Iowa State. And he was Iowa State's leading receiver last year coming out of JUCO. Had, you know, of course, a really good year. The reason he's not higher on this list is, I think, because 60% of his targets were within nine yards of the line of scrimmage. So he was very efficient weapon, you know, not a lot of drops, um, a lot of first downs, but he wasn't necessarily, uh, he didn't stretch the field a lot last year. At least they didn't use him that way. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, Number seven on our list is Quentin Johnston, wide receiver from TCU. You know, this is a guy, he was, Top 100, four-star player a couple years ago, and last year had a very productive freshman season. He proved that he's a big play threat. He averaged t- over 22 yards per reception. He led the Big 12 by far in that category. And that was also, it was the second highest for a Power 5 freshman since 2008. So, skies seems to be the limit for him. Um, he did only have 22 receptions last year, but he was... 10th in the the conference in yards because of just how much how productive he was in those catches um and the nice thing going for him is defenses can't also they just can't stack against him because tcu has other weapons jd spielman tay barber darius davis and with max duggan being the undisputed starter this year i think tcu is poised to have a better offense with the stable running backs i think johnson could excel in his sophomore year yeah tcu's got potential there i like that one Uh, All right, let's move on to uh, number six. We got Letty Brown, running back from West Virginia. He had 
a breakout junior year. Last year, he had over 1,000 yards in 10 games. He also had 31 catches to go along with that, so kind of was able to do it all there for, for the Mountaineers. And what, what maybe is most impressive about his numbers last year is if you go back to 2019, West Virginia was maybe the worst team in the country running the ball. So the fact that he turned it around, averaged over 100 yards uh, per game on the ground, and it kind of helped carry West Virginia last year to a decent season, that's a, that's a huge one. So I'm looking for him to improve on those numbers with a lot of pieces returning. Um, so uh, Letty Brown, at number six. Okay, number five is tight end Charlie Kohler from Iowa State. Of course, he, one of the best tight ends in the country, and he is a first down machine. The only tight end in the country last year with more first downs was Kyle Pitts from Florida. So not a bad guy to be number two behind. Yeah, and he was, you know, Kohler was banged up to start start out last season. So yeah, he was fully healthy this year. Could be a, an even bigger year. Should be. Yeah. In, indeed moving on to number four deuce vaughn running back for kansas state he he is one of my favorite players in all college football he we know his size and the comparisons to darren sproles but but he's legit he was an all-conference player as a freshman last year he's dynamic too because he led the wildcats in in receptions as well and Najee harris travis Etienne, and vaughn were the only backs last year to have 600 rush yards and 400 receiving yards so pretty good company as well. Um, he led all true freshmen in yards from scrimmage. I mean, you could go on and on. And we saw how he was able to help beat Oklahoma last year. They use him in space in the passing game. And with, with Kansas State, I think the O-line should be a little bit better. The QB play should improve. I think Deuce Fawn will be fun to watch in this year as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's got I an argument for number one. He is awesome. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he's he awesome. electric. Uh, all right, moving on to number three, going on to another true freshman from last year, Marvin Mims, the wide receiver from Oklahoma, had an awesome year last year, 610 yards and nine touchdowns, and he had some big play ability, too, with his quickness and speed there, over 16 and a half uh, yards per catch. Um, maybe his best game, too, was in the in the Big 12 title game against Iowa State. He had seven passes for over 100 yards and a touchdown, so uh, you, you put him with Theo Weiss. Uh, you got a heck of a duo there for, for Spencer Rattler. So Mims, I think just is going to continue to grow and get better off his true freshman year. Okay. Number two on the list is running back Bijan Robinson from Texas. And this list of course is not just based on what they did last year or what they've accomplished in their career, but we're, you know, projecting forward for 2021. And it would not surprise me at all if Robinson is, one of or maybe the best running back in college football next year. He was a five-star recruit, and last year as a true freshman, he ran for 703 yards on 8.2 yards per carry. He also had 13.1 yards per reception. He is just, he's got the breakaway speed. He's elusive. Like, he's got it all. That's why he was a five-star. And he's got the size. Yeah, and he came on really strong, of course, at the end of last year. His last two games were monster games. So, um, yeah, if, if... he is used more, which you would expect Sarkeesian to yeah. use him a lot more than Herman did, then yeah, sky's the limit. Yeah, he was really trending well at the end of the year. But then you go Mr. Reliable at number one, Brees Hall, running back for Iowa State. I mean, he led the Big 12 in almost all the rushing categories last year. He was Iowa State's first ever unanimous first-team All-American. He finished runner-up in the, the Doak Walker Award. 
He led the nation with in with 900 yard games. I mean, he's just been so productive in his first couple of years. Super reliable. He's he's had 23 receptions in each of his first two years as well. So he's not he can do it in the air a little bit. Um, and then we've talked about Iowa State and a lot of uh, how we like the the Cyclones this year. There's so much returning production around him that that'll allow him to succeed. You know, with the veteran O line, experienced quarterback pretty good receivers, Charlie Kohler, who was on this list, Hutchinson, who was on this list. Uh, the point is, it's not all going to be on Hall's shoulders, and he should dive again in 2021. Yeah, he just like, he makes so many plays that just look dead in the water from the start, yeah. and somehow he gets out of it. But uh, any honorable mentions on our list as we examine the top 10 here? Who, who's left out? I'll throw out Baylor receiver RJ Sneed. Uh, he, he, was, he was pretty close for me. I think Baylor's offense, hopefully, well, I guess I'm not so sure, but I hope it takes a step forward. It was pretty bad last year, so yeah, they do lose Charlie Brewer, but RJ Sneed's a good player. I agree. I also was looking at Eric Gray, uh, the the Oklahoma running back that transferred in from Tennessee. We he, we mentioned him when we were talking about Kennedy Brooks, but uh, as a Vol, and I could see him having some success in an OU uniform. Yeah, uh, eleventh on our list actually ended up being uh, Texas Tech wide receiver Eric Azukama. So he's he's yeah. a big play guy. Uh, running back Zach Evans for TCU, another five star who or Barlow like <laughs> well Barlow transferred to USC, but oh yeah, but they I mean hey you got a good one <laughs> that is true. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, uh, Oklahoma State receiver Brennan Presley, I feel like is a guy that could break out in his sophomore year. So lots of guys on the list. And then just like OU after after yeah. um, Marvin Mims, like we said in a previous episode, like who knows whether it's... Theo Weiss could be the Theo guy. Theo Weiss, Jaden Hazelwood, Mike Woods, the transfer from Arkansas, They're Austin tight Stogner. End, like Jeremiah Hall. Tight, yeah, Jeremiah I mean, Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard to say. So they're all kind of right in that 10 to 20 range probably. Yeah. Texas Tech um, running back... Sir Roderick Thompson. I mean, they. Got, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got the best got, name. He's got a good name. All right. Well, let us know anyone else we missed or anyone underrated, overrated on our list. Um, but that'll do it for this episode of the College Football Bros. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast as well. During this preview season, it's the same content here and on the podcast. But uh, once the season starts, that'll be different content. And all throughout the off season, that's the case. So want you to subscribe there too and we'll be back tomorrow discussing the texas longhorns so we'll see you then you've been listening to the college football bros if you have any questions for the next podcast email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com to keep up with the brothers on social media like them on facebook at college football bros follow them on instagram at college football bros and for their commentary on saturdays Follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.